Welcome to Easier Movement, Happier Horses. I'm Mary DeBono, your movement and mindset coach. If you'd like to have flexible, balanced movement, a relaxed, confident mindset, and a joyful connection with your horse, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share what I've learned over the past 30 years of helping improve the performance and partnership of horses and their humans. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive in. Hello. Do you want to improve your riding? Maybe you want to feel more flexible, more balanced, more coordinated, more secure in the saddle. Or maybe you want to improve the way you walk and run and maybe sit with more ease. Well, whatever skill, whatever movement skill you'd like to improve, I'm going to give you a little trick today that I think can really help turbocharge your improvement. And it's this idea about thinking about muscle memory. So let me explain. A lot of us use the term muscle memory, right? You hear it all the time. Like, for example, just say you used to play the piano as a kid and you haven't played the piano in years, but but suddenly you sit down at a piano and you can play chopsticks and you think, that's muscle memory. My muscles remembered how to play the piano. Cool. Or maybe you're thinking about, um, you know, you get on a bike for the first time in years, right? Again, you might think, wow, I was able to ride that bike so easily, just like I did as a kid. That's muscle memory. Or on maybe a not so positive note, uh, maybe you've injured your leg, the leg healed a long time ago, but you still walk with just a little tiny bit of a limp. And you think, well, my muscles got so used to walking that way. It's muscle memory. Okay. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. It's not your muscles that are remembering anything. Okay. The way that we move the, uh, the coordination of movement happens at the level of the nervous system, not the level of the muscles. The muscles obviously are affected, right? They need to contract and that's what pulls along the skeleton and that's how we move. But the uh, controlling part is the nervous system. And this is an important distinction. Okay. And I'll explain why. Um, But, but actually to, to illustrate that, let's think about this for a moment, just so you get the distinction. You probably write your name with your dominant hand most often, right? So you write your name. Okay. But then if you decide to write it with your non-dominant hand, you can do it, right? It might look a little different, but you can do it, right? You might even decide to write your name in the sand, right? You're at the beach and you use your, you know, your foot, your big toe can write your name. Now, if the information to write your name was stored in the muscles of your dominant hand, well, then your non-dominant hand wouldn't have access to that and certainly not your big toe, right? So, But again, that's a skill that you learn that's in your nervous system and you can use, you know, you can use your head, right, to write your name. It may not look the same, but you get the idea. So, um, and as a matter of fact, uh, there's a a gentleman named Andrew Uberman and he's he's a PhD, he's a professor at Stanford School of Medicine and he, I'll, I'll let me read to you what he says about muscle memory, okay? He says, um, there is no such thing as muscle memory. Muscles are dumb. They don't have a history or a memory. 
It's the neurons that control the muscles and their firing patterns in which all of the information from for motor patterns are stored. It is therefore neural memory, not muscle memory. Okay. So think of it that way. You have neural memory as opposed to muscle memory. Okay. So now why does this distinction matter? Maybe you don't care. You're like, whatever, you know, my muscles remember what to do. I'm cool with that. Why do I have to care about whether we call it neural or muscle? Well, I'll tell you why. When you think at the level of the muscles, if you're only thinking that, you know, you're controlling movement at the level of the muscles, that won't lead to big improvements in your skill level. And I, I get questions all the time from people. They'll ask me, um, Mary, what muscles exactly, they always say exactly, what muscles exactly do I have to contract, do I have to use to do XYZ movement, whatever movement they're talking about. And that's not how your brain works, okay? Your brain, when it's coordinating your movement, usually takes portions of different muscles, okay? And has this complex way of coordinating the contraction and the relaxation to produce a particular movement. So to, to attempt to micromanage the firing of those muscles is, is, is futile. It's, it's not going to be helpful. And it actually can lead to more limitation. Because if you think about it, it's like uh, there are many people that get very, very interested in like really stretching, like isolating and stretching muscles or isolating and strengthening certain muscle groups in a very limited way, like one plane of action type of thing. And they do the same pattern over and over again, okay? Same pattern over and over again. And they don't do other things. And that is not reflective of real life movement. And what I found over the years from working with these people for about 30 years, I've been working with individuals and groups, is that that can lead to um, a lot of restriction in your movement and an inability to adapt to sudden changes. So, and as riders, especially, right, this is huge. This is so important. We need to be able to adapt our movement to without thinking, just react if our horse spooks or does some other kind of sudden movement, or even just to stay with a, you know, big moving horse, right? You need to have that adaptation. So if you're thinking again, just on the level of the muscles, right? That is not going to give you what I call a nimble nervous system, right? One that has choice, that has options, that has experienced these different ways of moving so that it's just like, it just happens organically, like it happens instantaneously. If a situation becomes, you know, um, desirable to move in a, in, a, in a quick way, you're right there, you just do it, you just react without thinking. That's very, very important. And this actually, whether you ride or not, this is important. A lot of people start to have balance issues. And you know, as they become more mature, and um it, you don't even have to be very mature for this to be a problem, right? I, I, I see clients all the time where they'll step off a curb the wrong way and break a foot, twist an ankle, you know, all kinds of things like this. And, you know, or they may fall easily, whether off their horse or just fall on the ground, right? As they're walking and maybe there's a crack or, or something that grabs their foot 
or just a little change in balance can be enough to, you know, really get them off balance. So again, having more options in your nervous system and exploring these different planes of action, you know, again, thinking of the level of the nervous system and how your brain coordinates movement will bring you a lot more improvement in skill than thinking, oh, I have to stretch this particular muscle. I have to strengthen this particular muscle. Okay. And to have a very limited thinking about it. Okay. So let's think about how you can raise your thinking, have more higher level thinking, thinking of the neural connections rather than muscle memory. Okay. So we want to think about upgrading the functioning of your nervous system. So let's discuss how to do that. So first thing we do, and we do this a lot in the Feldenkrais method, the method that I work with, is that we slow everything way down. You do small, slow movements so you can attend to the quality of the movement so your nervous system can start paying attention to it and that you're not just doing things repetitively. It's like your brain goes, oh, right? She's doing this slowly and attentively. I need to pay attention too, right? So you get this wonderful feedback loop. So then you can, when it's slow and small, when the movement is kept within your range of comfort, you can then attend to the quality of the movement. You can start to refine the movement so that it feels really good, okay? And it's a healthier movement. It's more efficient, reduces wear and tear. Very, very important. Okay. So the other thing is when you really slow down and you do small movements, you can focus on the initiation of the movement. And that's where the magic is. That's where you can really change a movement is right at the very beginning of the movement. Okay. Once you've committed to like, you know, kicking your leg or, you know, you know, throwing your arm, stretching your arm out or whatever, um, you're already committed. But if you can focus on how you first do that, you'll find some really interesting things. And you can again, refine that. So we have lots and lots of movement lessons in Feldenkrais that can help you improve there. So another other ways are increasing novelty, you know, moving in non habitual ways. So you can certainly add that into your life, you know, with you and with your horse, all kinds of different ways that you can add novelty, you know, and non-habitual movement into your life. Again, that gets the attention of the nervous system and things start to improve and you have more choice in how you do it. Okay. Um, so the, the other wonderful thing is the more choice we give our nervous system, and I touched on this before the more nimble your nervous system becomes, okay? So we know that. The other big advantage to this way, right, this higher level of thinking, thinking neural rather than muscle, is that you start to learn to differentiate between strain and effort, okay? So in the Feldenkrais work, it's not all slow, small movements, We get in there and start doing bigger movements, more powerful movements, but we, we do them gradually, right? So that they're healthy, that they, there certainly can be a sense of effort, but not a sense of strain. And let me say, most people don't know the difference between strain and effort, 
right? They, they, they conflate them all the time. They, they feel that something, you know, is effortful, but they don't realize that that's actually like a, a bad, like they're straining, they're using inefficient, unhealthy movement patterns that create, you know, like sheer stress across joints that are contracting muscles in a very unhealthy way, maybe in a, like um, a compulsive way that becomes very habitual, that there, there isn't a full relaxation of the muscle after the contraction, you know, depends on, on what you're doing, of course, but that's a big problem that a lot of people have is that they never fully allow the muscle, certain muscles to let go. So we, we delve into that in the Feldenkrais work, because again, this is about coordination, right? So if you keep certain muscles, even just a little bit contracted, that's going to have adverse effects, not only on those muscles and cause soreness and fatigue and stiffness, but also on their opposing muscles, okay? They won't be able to work as well. So it has a lot of uh, negative effects. So again, differentiating between strain and effort, that is very critical, okay? And you really can only do that if you slow your movements way down and stay within this level of ease and pleasure, and then gradually build up to healthy effort. And by the way, Oh, I might as well share this now because I'm super excited. My new program, Easy Flexibility and Powerful Confidence for Horsewomen, is opening this week. Okay, so this is, uh, what are we, I'm recording this June 15th, will be released. So um, it's opening, and it's opening just for a limited time for a limited number of people. But anyway, I'll tell you all about that later. But if you really want to get more into this, go to marydebono.com forward slash powerful. Okay, you get all the all the details there, you could sign up. It's only open to um, a limited number for this uh, inaugural launch, just just a few people. So anyway, go check that out. But in the in the meantime, let's continue talking about this. So we want to make sure that we're, we're, you know, we're moving in a way we're exploring our movement in a way that's allowing us to refine our movement, to have it be healthy, so that our effort is going into the intended action, and not into straining and creating more wear and tear on our body. Okay. So we want movement to be nutritious that, you know, the blood flow improves, you know, all the good stuff of movement we want to happen and we want to minimize the damaging effects. So we do that by, you know, attending to the quality of the movement. Okay. Again, this is at the level of the nervous system, not the level of the muscles. Okay. So that's a very, very big difference. Okay. So let me give you just a few examples of, of how this has helped people. So a woman came to my horse workshop. Um, this is a little while back. We're, st- we're meeting in person and all that. And she was a physician and we were doing Feldenkrais lessons and she came up to me and she just could not believe it. She said for 15 years, she had a neck problem <laughs> and she had stiffness and pain and she could not believe how she had no pain. Her range of motion increased dramatically from doing these small, gentle movements, because she was working, you know, she as a physician, she was, uh, you know, doing all the medical things. And she was working out with a trainer and doing all that kind of stuff. But she wasn't addressing 
the initiation of how she started turning her neck and how she did or didn't use her trunk to support her movement and, you know, the, the restriction she had in her rib cage and all of that stuff. And so when all that changed, wow, her neck just became so much freer. Another gal, um, Sharon, she's a, a, a upper level dressage competitor, you know, flies across the country to compete. She's a trainer, you know, the whole thing. And she had a lot of back and neck, uh, problems as well. And she was just blown away with the Feldenkrais work. She could not believe how much it helped her. And um, she was super excited about it. And then she had me work with all her horses too, because she just couldn't believe that all these years and she was doing so much with physical therapy and, and personal training and really good people she was working with, but she just needed something else. She needed to learn how to change her movement patterns. So that was really fun. Another gal, Maureen, she's a jumper rider. She had had leg injuries 20 years ago, and she thought she was stuck with having um, pretty bad use of her legs, especially one leg. You know, she could not keep them in position on her horse, especially over fences, but even on the flat. And it affected her upper body as well. And she was totally blown away with the Feldenkrais work. Because again, she thought she had a structural problem that was never going to improve despite all the working out she was doing, you know, Pilates and yoga, you know, personal training, strength, strength training, all that is great stuff, by the way. It, but she needed the addition of learning how to refine her movement and giving herself more options. Right. Another guy. Yeah. He, he was awesome to work with William. Again, Grand Prix competitor and dressage, a trainer, flew all over the world doing cool stuff with horses. And he had had a lot of horse injuries. He had a horse fall on him. Um, he had a lot of things over the years. And again, he was doing all the things, right? All the working out, all the things he knew how to do and worked with a trainer. But he didn't, he wasn't attending to, for example, the initiation of his movement, how he could refine it. So he again had extraordinary results from it because he had now a different focus. He stopped focusing on the muscles and started focusing more on the level of the nervous system, the brain and all the other parts of the nervous system that coordinate our movement. So that's really cool. So just to recap, let me give you some ideas here. So Again, I would encourage you to not think about muscle memory, okay? Think if you want to think about memory at all, neural memory. Remember that you're coordinating your movement on the level of your nervous system, okay? Your brain, your nerves, all those things are involved, okay? Very, very important. And then think about different things you can do, right? You can start to move more, you know, take time to think about, movements you want to improve, how you're sitting, how you're standing, slow down, start to move in ways that, you know, um, are feel easy and pleasurable, right? And build on that. Right? And again, you know, you want to build in novelty, you want to think about having, you know, moving in different planes of action. So exploring movement where you're, you know, for example, even if you're like reaching with an arm, can you soften your chest? There's all these things that we explore in the Feldenkrais work that make dramatic improvements for people. So you can check out my other podcast episodes. Um, some of them have actually Feldenkrais lessons in them. 
you know, you can check out my website, marydebono.com. Um, and also at the end of this, you'll, you'll get, um, at the outro, there's a, a link you can go to, to get my free rider masterclass if you haven't done that. But if you want to have a deeper dive into this, if you really want to make progress, right? If you want to say, okay, in three months, I want to really improve my skill. I want to really improve my movement and my mindset. Then I would really encourage you to tr- check out my upcoming program. I'm super excited about it because, and I'm only opening it up to a small group of really heart-centered horse lovers, okay? Whether you're currently riding or not, you know, this work we're doing is unmounted. So you don't, you can take it to the saddle and we'll discuss how to do that, but you don't have to. And, you know, the classes are all, all taught where, you know, you're doing the, the lessons, the movements, the exercises, whatever you want to call them on the ground, you know, in your living room. How great is that? So the, so you're getting all of that and I'm giving it at a super great deal because this is my inaugural launch. So I'm giving you a super, super great discount that you'd be grandfathered in for. So it's very exciting. And again, the uh, website is marydebono.com forward slash powerful. marydebono.com forward slash powerful. So you can sign up there, you get all the details. Um, and again, if you want to get in, I'm keeping the doors open just till June 27th. However, they actually might close sooner, might close sooner because um, I only want to limit it to a few people. So jump in there. So it's going to be a smallish group. Also, as a really special bonus, you're going to have the opportunity to work with me um, live where I'm teaching you hands-on work to help your horse. So all the stuff that we apply to ourselves, we can also apply to our horses. So there's a whole body of work I've created. I've spent the last 30 plus years refining it and teaching it is um, what I call de bono moves. And you can do this gentle work with your horse. And it's super great. It's helped so many horses over the years all across the world. So that's included um, in this special inaugural launch. So again, I hope you check it out. Um, I'm really excited to share it with you. So give me a, you know, shout out mary at marydebono.com if you have any questions, and I'd be glad to answer them. But again, I'm keeping the price super low for this inaugural launch, because I really want you to have the chance to join. So um, thank you so much for being here. Again, I'd encourage you to think about upgrading your nervous system rather than focusing on isolating muscles for movement, okay? So if you want to improve, just have that attention to your easy, pleasurable, fabulous movement. Okay, thank you so much for joining me here. I'm always so happy and excited to share this stuff with you. And I hope you enjoy it too. Thank you again. Can't wait to see you. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Easier Movement, Happier Horses. Remember to grab your free video masterclass for riders at marydebono.com forward slash rider. You'll get three easy, effective exercises to improve your back, hips, position, and posture. People love these videos. It's important for riders and non-riders alike. I'm Mary DeBono. Go have fun with your horses. Bye for now.